Welcome to today's broadcast, The Beauty of Grace. I'm Dr. Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina. And today, we want to talk about God's promises to prosper you. Now, every time we hear prosperity, the first thing we think of is money. And that is a part of God's prosperity. But God's prosperity is so much more than money. God's prosperity is so much more than just financial gain. I want you to look at Proverbs chapter 3, 5, and 6. It says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not unto your own understanding. In all of your ways acknowledge Him, and He shall direct your path. Now, how many of you know you need to trust the Lord with all your heart? Now, what does that really mean? When it says, trust the Lord with all your heart and lean not into your own understanding. So when it says, trust the Lord with all your heart, does that mean that, I, that I've got everything toward Him, that I've, I've given Him every part of me? And that sounds real simple. But the reality to that is it's not that simple. Because it, trust the Lord and not lean to your own understanding. When you're going through situations in your life, you look in your checkbook and, and there's more month than there are money. And you, you look at your situation and you have a bill that you can't pay it. And, and it says, trust the Lord and don't lean on how to prepare. The first thing we think of is, how can we make more money? How can we accumulate more money? How can we get more money to meet that need? You know, if I'm sick in my body, who can I see to get me well? What doctor can I go to? And I'm, and I'm all for doctors. I really am. But, but I, I really believe that a lot of times God is our last source. We do everything we can do and then God takes us from there and then we have this mindset that you know a man's worthy of his hiring. If he don't work, he don't eat and, and, and if he's you know God's only going to do for those that do for themselves and, and all these things seem to be scriptural when, they, when they're really not. But trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding and in all your ways acknowledge Him and He'll direct your path. Now, isn't it very hard when you're going through a situation to be able to just sit back and relax and trust the Lord in that situation because you want to fix it. You want to make it right. You want to do your part. You want to, and I think most of the time we have really good intentions, but isn't it really hard to sit back and say, Lord, you know, I'm trusting you. I know what the doctor said, but I, and I know what I'm feeling in my body, but, but Lord, I know what your word says. Your word says that by your stripes I'm healed and you want to prosper me. You want me to be blessed. And maybe you're going through a marriage that's struggling or having, having marital problems. Or maybe your children have gone astray, as we call it in the church. And, and maybe you're, you've lost your job and things don't look good. And you're asking yourself, Lord, how do I get to the point that I can really grab hold of this thing, that I can really, really understand. I really want to trust you, Lord. I really want to trust you, but man, I'm, I'm all the pieces inside. I'm all the pieces. My, my mind's going in 30 different directions, and I'm wondering, God, where are you at? But yet I bring back to my remembrance, trust in the Lord with all my heart, and lean not on my own understanding. In all my ways, Lord, I want to acknowledge you and you'll direct my path. Now that seems really simple, and everybody quoted, quotes it and says it and, and really has a good intention to make that happen, but, but sometimes you, know, you just have to sit back and allow God to do the work in you. You have to allow God to fix the problem that you can't fix. And so many times I think we get in the way of God fixing the problem because we have an idea how God's going to turn it out and then He has an idea of how He's going to turn it out. But what if we just surrendered ourselves to the Lord and allowed Him to be the source of our strength, to be the answer to our problem, to give us, if there was something we needed to do, for Him to give us the wisdom and to direct our path in the way that we need to, win, we need to go without us all the time trying to 
fix it or bring correction or, or bring things under submission. Because God promises to prosper us. He promises us that He wants to bless us. He promises us that He's going to multiply and increase us. He promises us all these things. But yet sometimes we can't grab a hold of that because we are so in detailed about how we're going to bless it and fix it. You know, I love what Genesis 2 says, I'll bless you with abundant increase of favors. I'll make your name famous and distinguished, and you will be a blessing, dispersing good to others. Now, how many of you, when you're going through the darkest time of your life, financially, you're thinking about blessing somebody else? Or are you really praying, God, bless me. God, really pour it out on me. God, really pour it out on me. But if you notice what happened to Job, when Job was going through the most darkest time of his life, his wife said, why don't you just get on and pray and curse God? And here's what Job began to do. Job began to pray for other people, and God began to change Job's life. See, I believe as we begin to trust the Lord in the situations and stop trying to fix it all the time. Now you say, Pastor, there's a, there's a time to fix it. I agree. Because the favor of the Lord creates the opportunity for prosperity. And it is the favor of the Lord. But, but I, I do believe that right before the blessing of God begins to be poured out in your life, you have to trust Him in a situation, in a circumstance, and go through a situation, in a circumstance, to be able to trust Him and encounter that place. So when God promises the prosperous, you've got to hold on to that. You've got to hold on to that promise. You've got to hold on to that revelation. Because the enemy will come and he will try to accuse you in your mind that that's never going to happen to you. God will bless everybody else, but he won't bless you. So you've got to hold that on with your mind. We're back to that trolling that mind again. Because the promises of God are yea and amen, but we have to hold on to them. We have to trust them. We have to believe them. Now, the church will tell you to get to work, do a bunch of stuff, and put self-effort involved. But grace says just sit back and enjoy that only do what God tells you to do by the direction of the Holy Spirit. So God promises to prosper you. Now this is the marvelous, I, I, I can't say it enough, this is the tremendous, marvelous greatness of the beauty of grace, is that we can trust the Lord with all of our heart and lean not into our own understanding and in all your ways acknowledge Him and He's going to direct your path. You know, the first thing that pops in your mind when you're going through a difficult time is, what have I done wrong? Could it possibly be that you've done something right? So today, I just want you to think about the promises of God that's been sent to prosper you. And remember, the beauty of grace will sustain you even in your darkest hour. And remember this, God loves you and we do too.